Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Power couples on weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen on Money FM 89.3. Joining me in the studio today, my power couple guest today. So pleased to have Rafik Mansour and Nermeen Mansour. Uh, Rafik, of course, is the new charge d'affaires for the U.S. Embassy here in Singapore. Rafik, Nermeen, good morning. Good morning. Delighted to be with you. Happy to have both of you here today. We've been trying to get this uh, sorted out for a couple of months now, and your schedules have been just nutty since you arrived here at the end of July. Uh, How's it going? Uh, New to Singapore, new new to this posting here? Yeah. It's going very well. Uh, you're absolutely right. It's always busy here. Uh, yeah. Glad to say that it's good busy. But I think that in Singapore, you don't even have time to think about jet lag mm. uh, because there is always uh, something going on. Uh, we are busy at the embassy. We are busy as a family. And we are incredibly fortunate. And we give thanks uh, during this Thanksgiving uh, season to mm. be posted here in Singapore. It's a great place uh, to live and work. Yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful spot. And of course, Nermeen, you, you had a, a long and illustrious career yourself, but but more recently you've been in charge uh, making sure the transition for your two lovely girls uh, goes smoothly. How are they settling in and, and getting used to a new place? You, you just came here from Armenia, so quite a difference in, uh, uh, in the lifestyle and the temperature and everything else. Uh, we feel blessed to be here, and um, I think that being here in Singapore, it's fair to say that this is one of the very few places where warmth of character and efficiency exist together hmm. in one spot. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, and uh, this is something that the kids and uh, and I are appreciating very much. So uh, I think we had a smooth transition, and we're very grateful for that. Yeah, what, what have you noticed them noticing? Uh, uh, being around Singapore. Obviously, the heat and humidity, probably <laughs> we all noticed that when we first moved here. But has anything stood out to, to the girls? Uh, and they're, they're, I mean, they're young, young girls, so different things stick out to different people. But That we are allowing them to eat street food. <laughs> it's not an issue here. We stop anywhere. We grab, you know, a, an interesting a new dish for us to try. And we never say no. Yeah. So uh, they do appreciate this. Oh, that's great. And no language barrier. No language is nice, huh? Uh, excellent uh, public transportation mm-hmm. system. Yeah. So um, many advantages. Yeah. Rafik, your, your work at the embassy, uh, since there is no officially appointed ambassador uh, at the moment, uh, you as uh, the charge d'affaires are in effect the ambassador in interim uh, for the U.S. government here in Singapore. It is so busy. There's something like, what, 19 U.S. government departments at the embassy. Yeah. And juggling all that with the family life and the travel that you have to do, how is that for you? I, I know you've been a diplomat for decades now, and you've done this in other places, but is there, are there any different challenges that you face here compared yeah. to the other places? Well, believe it or not, Glenn, we actually now have 23 U.S. government oh, agencies, <laughs> agencies at, at the embassy. Wow. Um, and naturally, you have to trust your people. You have to empower your people. Yeah. And we are blessed to have a very strong team uh, among those 23 agencies. Uh, naturally, 
we cannot speak with the government of Singapore in 23 different languages, <laughs> right? And so we have to have a well-coordinated single U.S. government position. So we do focus on interagency collaboration, whether it is here uh, at the U.S. Embassy in Singapore or in dealing with Washington with all the agencies that have an interest in the bilateral relationship. Yeah, This places the major leagues. And mm. I would say that just like Singapore as a country is punching above its weight, mm. uh, so is the U.S. Embassy in, in Singapore. Uh, we have 4,500 U.S. companies. Uh, they employ 200,000 people here in Singapore. The United States is the largest foreign direct investor in Singapore at about a quarter trillion uh, U.S. dollars. And the trade relationship that we have, the robust trade relationship that we have, because, for instance, the U.S. is Singapore's largest trading partner in services, mm. also helps create over 200,000 jobs in the U.S., not to mention the very close security and uh, bilateral security and military relationship, the law enforcement cooperation, the people-to-people so ties. Much, so much happening. So we have a yeah. very rich relationship. And yes, it keeps us busy. But as I said, I am blessed to lead a fantastic team at the U.S. Embassy mm. in, in, in Singapore. And at home, I'm blessed with a fantastic spouse and two lovely children. <laughs> and it's a delight also to see the world through their eyes and through their first experience here in Asia. Yeah. When you were in Armenia and you first found out that you were coming to Singapore, Nermeen, what was your uh, what was your first reaction when you thought, oh, we're going to a quite a different place now? Well, you know, I was thrilled, honestly, because, you know, being a, um, a food and travel writer, that's a destination. It's a dream. You know, it's a foodie paradise. And, you know, we read a lot about education standards here in Singapore. And, um, you know, I was I was so optimistic uh, for the kids time spent here. Yeah. And Nermeen, you you do a lot with uh, what what I've heard you call food diplomacy. Yes. Uh, And tell us a little bit about that, because that that to me is is very interesting because everybody, especially in Singapore, loves to eat, as you've just pointed out. Uh, And and if there's one way you can get through to people, it's it's through food. But you were doing this also in Armenia. Exactly. So food is the most evocative form of art. On the other side, diplomacy is the art of forging bonds Mm. and building ties. So combine the two of them together. You get a very influential tool Mm. to advocate your interests, promote your culture, and challenge stereotypes. Mm. So in Armenia, I had a very interesting experience. I volunteered with Syrian refugee women. Uh, We initiated a group of expats, a women empowerment program for refugee women. And we figured that food was part of their healing, Mm. integration, and a way to make money. And this is how I started to document immigrants and refugees' uh, food stories on my blog. And, you know, I'm trying to promote uh, certain values through my stories, women empowerment, human empowerment, Harmony, and here in Singapore, you have an incredible, vibrant, and harmonious food scene mm. that mirrors a unique state of coexistence. Mm. And what was and and this you know talk about bringing people together in in a certain way. Yeah. What have you seen so far? I'm gonna put you a little bit on the spot with the Singapore food. What has been, what has been your uh, your favorite so far that you've seen? And I know you guys have been out eating a lot of different places with a lot of different people. 
But anything stand out uh, specifically that you've liked or that the kids have liked? As as dishes, specific yeah. dishes? Yeah. Wow, there are many. Laksa, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's um, one of my favorites. You know, um, all types of noodles. Mm. To be honest, it's hard to know because all of them have very uh, remarkable flavors and very exciting combination of flavor notes. Mm. I can't even mention one dish that I disliked. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right. Let's 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 back up a little bit here. Tell us a little bit about how you guys met. So, Rafiq, when you first saw this amazing woman, <laughs> obviously, uh, like myself, you were punching above your own weight uh, a little bit in the relationship department. Uh, uh, no, but uh, how did you guys first meet? We met at a Fulbright conference. Oh. Uh, so uh, I was serving as the public affairs officer in Algiers, and that year the Near Eastern Affairs Fulbright Conference was held in Cairo. Mm. And my wife at the time was an Egyptian diplomat serving at the Egyptian MFA, and so we met at this reception. Wow! So, so this—I uh, I, mean—at this conference, at mm. this conference, mm. and so. Uh, conferences are occasionally useful for something. <laughs> <laughs> Not just a lot of boring speeches, right? <laughs> but, of course, the Fulbright, Fulbright Conference is a, is a pretty, uh, pretty high-end one as well. And what was your first thought when you, when you started talking with Rafiq uh, Nermeen? He has a very interesting uh, uh, education and uh, ethnic background, and I think I was attracted to that. He hmm. uh, has a wonderful um, combination of values. He's very passionate about what he's doing. He does believe in the power of diplomacy. Hmm. I do too. And this is something uh, was very essential that brought us together. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Rafiq, you, uh, you went to University of California in Irvine. Your folks are still there. Correct. And so growing up in that environment, but coming from a, a multi-ethnic background, how, how was that for you? And now, obviously, your kids are growing up as third culture kids, uh, you know, all over the world as well. No, I mean, that's, that's a beautiful question, Glenn. Uh, for me, I would say that my upbringing reflected the American dream. For me, the American dream is not about making as much money as you can. It's very simply put, it's the country that gives opportunities for all. Mm. So if you work hard, if you're honest, the sky is your limit regardless of your background. And this is something that I have lived myself in America. Having moved there at the age of 15, I became a U.S. citizen at the age of 21, and I became an American diplomat a couple of years later. And where did your family come from? Egypt. From Egypt, yeah. Right. And so I would argue that the U.S. is exceptional. And among the many reasons for which the U.S. is exceptional is that kind of welcome that immigrants can live and the progress that they can make in America. So I'm very proud of that. And this is why I actually left medical school to join the Foreign Service, because I thought there is no greater honor Hmm. for an immigrant than to represent the country that he deems uh, the greatest country on earth on the international arena. I've been doing that for a little over 20 years, as you pointed out. Mm. And for us, one great thing about being here in Singapore and uh, the girls going to the school that they go to is it is incredibly international. And I think that these girls will grow up truly colorblind and finding human values and human qualities in 
everybody around them. And that's very important for us. Yeah, in conversation with the U.S. Charge d'Affaires, Rafiq Mansour and uh, Nermeen Mansour. Nermeen, how about your background? You know, growing up, you grew up in Egypt as well? I grew up in Egypt. Yeah, and then you, you had your own career, you had your own life, and then all of a sudden you're, you're together and then you're having these, these two beautiful kids. How was that to, to blend your family together? Uh, obviously, Rafiq's background uh, being from Egypt wasn't so far off from yours, but, you know, he, his growing up experience was, was a bit different, wasn't it? You know, I grew up in Alexandria, and mm. Alexandria was very cosmopolitan. Mm. And I think my destiny that, you know, being or, uh, you know, uh, growing up in a cosmopolitan place like Alexandria really prepared me uh, to take advantage of the multiculturalism in the United States. So I didn't have any issue mingling mm. and integrating. It's a place where everyone has an opportunity to be a big success story. Yeah or to be even self-fulfilled. And this is something I always appreciated. And it seems to me, you know, from we've known each other for several months now, that that is absolutely the kind of person that Rafiq would want to be with, somebody who, who would share those values and want to be, want to be more, want, always want to, to strive for more. We don't take it uh, for granted uh, that we are representing uh, the United States of America. It's a great honor for yeah. the entire family. Yeah. How about the girls? How do you carve out that time, that family time? Do you have a special, any special rituals or uh, time of day, uh, morning, evening, whatever that you spend as a family uh, when, whenever you can? Well, the morning is mandated by the school bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't we all know that? <laughs> and uh, a, a 6.40 a.m. Yep. bus pickup uh, kind yeah. of dictates how your morning <laughs> is going to be. You know, my... Um, my wife um, spends time with the kids when they come back uh, from school, maybe an early dinner, some homework time. Over the weekend, I try to spend some quality time with them. So that could yeah. be perhaps uh, some one-on-one -on -one time with one of the girls or we could all go out together to, to the zoo. Or We are fortunate that um, Singapore caters to children so well yeah. and, and there are so many educational and meaningful activities that you could do with children here. So it does not feel like it's mindless entertainment mm, on mm. the country. It's uh, it's uh, character building. Mm. But perhaps mm. my wife would want to <laughs> add to that. You know, our weekdays are very busy. Mm. Uh, they come back home tired. They have homework and readings. So we're trying to spend quality time together, especially when Rafik is home. Yeah. Uh, having a uh, homemade breakfast on Saturday and Sunday, taking them for, uh, you know, for, for just sightseeings and even mingling with people, mm. you know, uh, I think it has a value added. Oh, you can tell the respect. Respect here is, is a remarkable value, especially to senior citizens. Mm. Uh, this is something we appreciate. So we want to immerse them as much as we can in the local culture because there is a lot to learn and grasp. Yeah. As you look forward to, you'll be here for a couple of years, at least two, three years. What are your goals or what are your plans or hopes for um, family life? And, and obviously at the, at the embassy, you want to continue to, uh, you know, build the ties with the Singapore government. But if we look a little bit closer to home, what, what would you hope the girls would take out of this experience and your family would as, as whenever your time here is eventually up? Perseverance, hard work, I would love that they embrace the values of hard work. Mm. That, you know, especially that they are, you know, we're bringing, like young women, uh, so um, resilience too. Yeah. 
respect to others, regardless their ethnic background or religious background. These are wonderful, wonderful values here. Yeah. yeah. I, to that, I would just add diversity, inclusion, the value of education, and um, being an open-minded and independent thinker. Mm. Uh, that's important for us. I think that's uh, an excellent preparation to future young women as as they embark on their you know professional journey uh, one day, and uh, you can never start young enough. Well, your predecessor Stephanie Siptek Ramnat certainly uh, uh, accomplished that. Uh, with her girls and Gautam as well. So I think there's probably a good precedent for the house that you're living in and and the uh, environment that you're in for that. Absolutely. They're a lovely, (laughs) lovely family. Yeah. Uh, How about travel? Are you hoping to do some regional travel while you're here? I know that sometimes the embassy staff can be limited in where you can go and what you can do, but what are your your hopes for that in terms of getting the girls out and, and looking around a bit? Yeah. Well, I think our initial plan is to try to take full advantage of Singapore because, frankly, while it may be only the size of Manhattan, but it has so much uh, to offer. So we're starting there. And also, uh, when I'm chargé d'affaires, I am a bit limited in terms of uh, leaving uh, Singapore. But we, our goal is to take advantage of Singapore being such an amazing hub for regional travel and discover Southeast Asia. So much to see in this region. Yeah. Special thanks to our power couple today, Rafiq and Nermeen Mansour. Uh, Rafiq is, of course, the U.S. Chargé d'Affaires here in Singapore. And uh, Nermeen, your um, your food blog, how can people find you on your blog? Where do uh, they find you? So the name of my food blog is Shea Nermeen. Shea Nermeen. So exactly. mix in a little French in there with your Egyptian, huh? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> nice. All right. Thanks to both of you for coming on Weekend Mornings today. Delighted to be Delighted with you, Glenn. To, be with you. to listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.